You're listening to the Fantasy Football Astronauts. You're listening to Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Football Astronauts production, with your hosts, Fox and Shane. Welcome into the Fantasy Nightcap. Grab a drink and kick back. I'm your bartender for the night, Fox, and with me as always is my regular Shane. How are you doing tonight, man? I am doing good. Tired because we are selling our house and spent all day packing up and moving stuff. So um, glad to be here recording tonight. I'm glad you're here too. I don't want to do this alone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I know how that feeling goes. I've moved too many times and it never gets easier and there's always more crap each time. So yeah, I pity you. And I, well, I, I hope you find something quick, though, because getting that unpacking just feels so good. Yeah, well, it was funny because when we moved from our apartment to this house, um, it just seemed like everyone was like, hey, here, take this. We've got extra. Here, take this. We've got extra. And so now we've got a bunch of extra crap that we don't need and two kids on top of that to, yeah. have to, to add in to move to also. So, um yeah, but the way things are, are going um, off the market here, I would expect our house to be sold pretty quickly, um, and hopefully we can find something just as quick. So, Oh, sweet. That's good. Yeah, places here are flying right now. Yeah. So I'm hoping when we have to move that it is the same for us, and I haven't had to do it with a kid yet, so that'll uh, be something to look forward to. Yeah, we haven't either, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a red stripe. Mm, what about you? Bring, I'm drinking a Belching Beaver's Phantom Bride. It's delightful. But your it? your red stripe brings back memories, man. Okay, I tell me about it. since I, since we moved down to San Diego, I pretty much just drink IPAs now. I never thought that's what I'd be drinking, but now I can't drink anything else. But when I lived in Long Beach, um, there was a bar that we used to go to after we got off work every night. Um, that was the Springbok, and I had no money. Most of my friends were poor, and I lived um, maybe five ten minutes skating down there. Nice. So I would always put a six pack of Red Stripes in my backpack because they used to carry Red Stripes at the bar. And I would just meet my friends out on the patio because I was always one of the last ones off and would skate down there with Red Stripe in my backpack and would just leave it on the table for them to take off. <laughs> and no one ever knew that I was just drinking my own beer. But there was a night where I did fall on the way to the oh, bar and no. broke a couple <laughs> of the Red Stripes in my backpack. So no. I had to, to learn to pay attention and be a little more careful going down. But yeah, that like that will always be forever. How I remember Red Stripe. Very nice, very very nice. And now that I'm seeing it on our sheet, I, I gotta remember to actually pick up some just to yeah to remember it. Yeah, it's oddly enough one that I hadn't really tried before, so I was just like, I'm gonna grab one because I couldn't find what I 
was looking for that white IPA that we talked about last week. Oh yeah. So. All right. So let's get into any uh, big breakdowns during the week that you saw in the games. That is kind of something you want to go over. Um, we can start with the Dolphins Jaguars. <laughs> uh, the Bears Falcons. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was another lead. Um, and I hate it because Foles came in and, and took over and did pretty well. Um, yeah. I do like Mitch. Um, you may think he's terrible, but I like him. I think if he's used properly, which he hasn't been, um, at least for the last year and a half, um, he's not going to be good. But if you use him right, he's going to be pretty decent. So that was one. Um, and then the Rams' bills, uh, we're going to talk about him in just a minute, but Josh Allen is killing it. Any other games yeah. stand out no, I mean it'd probably be the same for me. The the Falcons Bears game. I actually don't hate Trubisky too much. Um, I prefer Foles just because I have Allen Robinson shares. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and with that one, um, Cohen did go down to an ACL, so uh, I expect to see Montgomery shares that I have go up a little bit with him now being involved in the passing game. Um, you think Foles makes it through the season, or do they turn back to Mitch at all? I don't know because I'm. Not, I don't think Foles is is better. To be honest, um, to me, Foles is just mediocre. So if yeah. he uh, if he doesn't keep performing like he did in the second half of that game, um, or like he did when he had twenty seven touchdowns and two interceptions with the Eagles, um, I could see him getting pulled again. Um, Especially because I think from what we've heard that Mitch has the locker room there. So um, if he keeps uh, keeps it up in practice enough, then maybe we'll see Mitch back. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping he comes back, but it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the Rams and Bills, Allen just <laughs> continues to blow my mind. Me too, man. Just, I mean, from... Top to bottom, he just looks like a completely different quarterback. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, hoping it continues. Uh, it kind of got a little shaky there for a little bit, but I think that was more on the Bills than on their offense at all. But it, it's been fun to watch him and Diggs. I makes you wonder about Cousins. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially with the way Cousins has been playing this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am, uh, eating a lot of crow on Josh Allen um, <laughs> a lot this year. So he's proving me very, very wrong. So. Yeah. Uh, anything in the Washington Browns game? Baker didn't throw an interception, and that always makes me happy. That was solid. Uh, I mean, it was a mediocre day in the passing game. Again, it's Chubb and Hunt. Those are really the only two guys I want to start from that team consistently every week. Um, I think they figured it out, and as long as they take it out of Baker's hands, they win. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll ignore that Um, (laughs) little comment about Baker. But I definitely – Wait, wait, wait. Who are you rooting for next week then? How does that work? 
Oh, with the Cowboys and the Browns? Yeah. Uh, Do you like root for one and one half and then the other in the second half? I don't know. That one hadn't happened before, so I'm really not sure. Or did you just say at the end, my team won? Yeah, I'll probably just go with that, honestly. Because <laughs> um, I, re- I really like both teams this year. I'll be really disappointed with one team and really, really happy with the other, probably. Um, who who do you see winning this game? Because I have the Cowboys as a, Cowboys. As a major bounce back to a, a tough loss this week. Yeah, I think the Cowboys um, will win this week win this game um it'll be i think it might be close for a little while but then i think they yeah Um, yeah i would agree so definitely think the cowboys will win they've had a a tough schedule too i think um yeah because i think the rams have shown they're pretty good and the cowboys got screwed out of that game yeah um and then the seahawks are a machine right now yeah so I was totally cool with that performance um, against the Seahawks. Obviously, I wish we, we could have pulled that one off, but yeah, um, it's they're a, a really good team. So staying within yeah. a touchdown of them is pretty good. So if the defense can just pull their head out of their butt, we'll be much yeah. better. Yeah, definitely. Well, and what's crazy is they could easily be – 0-3, but then they can also easily be 3-0. and So it's just yep. – it's it's been a frustrating couple of weeks. I think they look good, but it's it's the defense that's got to pick it up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's kind of the same with the, the Titans here. They keep squeaking out wins. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I thought the Vikings were going to take this one, but – Titans found a way. I mean, Henry and Cook both had great games, so you're happy to see that. Yeah. But out, outside of that, I'm a little nervous for both sides on the quarterback side. Um, you're starting Thielen. Yeah. I mean, Jefferson looked great. Finally. I've been yeah. waiting for that for yep. since the beginning of the season. So um, that was nice. Had him in my uh, – my home dynasty team that's a, a total rebuild um, and almost pulled off the upset. So that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be too worried about the Vikings yet either. Same thing with the, with the Cowboys is they've had a tough schedule going through it. Yeah. Cause the Packers look legit. Um, the Colts are pretty good. Um, at least it seems and they, I mean, are they one and two or two and one? The Colts. I think they're two and one. They're two and one now, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they lost to the Jaguars, and it was Minshew Mania. Um, yeah. But then the the Vikings' other loss is the Titans, and the Titans are three and zero, oh, and I don't think they're a bad football team. So no, not I'll at all. Be totally panicking on the Vikings just yet. No, and you know, and the, and the Patriots bounce back in this week versus the Raiders. Um, and of course, we all saw Burkhead was just going to have a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and Sony Michelle had a, a great game, and it kind of seems like nobody talks about that. 117 yards. He looked good, <laughs> but they just did not throw the ball. Yeah. I mean, Cam didn't look bad, but 
I mean, low yardage for him. It was just a, they didn't have to do much. They just ran the ball, and that was all they needed to do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So. And the Niners, Giants, rough game for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. But I think their schedule gets a little easier from here. So if you got Slayton, I wouldn't worry about him. Same with Ingram. Jones gives me a little pause, but I think it gets easier. Um, And then the Eagles and Bengals, that game was just. That was ugly. <laughs> that was a hard one to watch. Yeah. But, uh, T. welcome to the party, sir. Yes. Both him and Boyd look fantastic. And I, I honestly think it's AJ Green time is over. It's. As it should be. Yes. It, and John Brown, for that matter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Higgins and Boyd, I think Boyd's still the one that you're putting out there, but you're keeping an eye on Higgins because I I think it's going to be more of a thing this year. Um, I want more shares of him. Yeah, I just went and got him in that home dynasty league. Um, he was somebody that I was eyeing in the draft, and he got sniped for me in the draft, so I've been trying to get him ever since. Um, hmm. I loved him coming out of Clemson. Um, I honestly think the Bengals' three wide receivers should be – Higgins, Boyd, and Auden Tate, to be completely honest with you. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Like, ship ship A.J. Green out to somebody who thinks that he can help them win a Super Bowl. Um, ship John Ross off or just cut him because his contract is up after this year, and he's just fast. The man can't yep. catch. He's just nope. fast. Um, so I would go with those three and basically let Higgins and Ross uh, – Tate be big, um, giant targets for you, and then let Boyd cut you up in the middle, um, and do your thing, Joe Burrow. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you are you giving up on Mixon yet, or are you still waiting? I don't know. I mean, this O line is bad, but yeah. I mean, I mean, he took eight games last year to, to finally get going. Exactly, exactly. Is, is he somebody you're trying to buy low on? Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, I don't know. I have him in a couple leagues, and I'm not, I don't want to sell him. Um, he's Same probably here. something I'm, I'm holding on. Um, but now, if you are looking to buy, now might be the time. Yeah, I would agree. He's he's got a good matchup next week, so I, I think he I think he gets his bounce back game. But yeah. I don't say I'm I'm not panicked, but I'm eh, a little worried. Yeah. But for the capital you spent on him, it's kind of hard to be through so quickly. Yeah. And like you said, it took him eight games last year, so I'm not as worried as most people might be, but. I guess I'm concerned, but yeah, I think it'll work out. Um, are you buying Cobb or Fuller from the Texans Steelers game? Maybe Fuller. Yeah, he made it through without injury. Yeah, that's two out of three games. So at this pace, he'll play eight games. yeah i I mean i was gonna say the offense kind of looked like they were showing signs of life but 
Yeah. I just kind of don't want anything to do with the Texans right now. Yeah. It the way I I drafted Fuller was if I can get him as my wide receiver 3 or a flex play, great. Yeah. Because then he's got he has wide receiver 1 upside because they don't have a wide receiver 1. No. That's not him. No, so exactly. You've either got Okay, someone who's a, a, a flex play, but with that can score me wide receiver one points. Yes, please, every day. So, um, I'm buying him in that case, um, but I do not want him as my true wide receiver one or wide receiver two. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree with all that. Um, next is the Colts and Jets. Uh, are you buying Barrios? Yes. As long as Crowder's out, or even when Crowder comes back, is he someone you're still wanting to own? I think with the production he's had, he's going to be someone that I want to own. Now, obviously, that can probably end up burning to the ground if uh, Crowder comes back and he goes away, but he's produced in the two games he's there. Mims is out. I mean – they're hurt in a lot of places right yeah. now. They're just bad. I don't know why. Like, there's a part of me that's like, maybe let Mims sit the year and get fully healthy, learn the playbook, get up to speed to the NFL, and then come back next year. I don't know yeah. how hurt he is, but um, and let Barrios kind of do his thing. Are you worried about Hilton at all? Uh. No, because I wasn't buying Hilton anywhere. Mm. Um, he was somebody that I actually told people to sell in the off season because he's thirty-one. Yeah, and that's right around when you stop getting wide receiver two production from receivers, and he's been hurt. So he's somebody that I don't have any shares of um, for those reasons. So yeah, it kind of seems like. Uh, Taylor is the only guy I want on the Colts, and it's kind of Hilton's got to prove it to to be in that category again. But it's Taylor or nobody for me. Yeah. Um, only other one I'd consider is uh, MPJ. Yeah. So I'm hoping he uh, takes off here soon. Yeah. Um, then real quick, Panthers, Chargers. Uh, I think Robbie Anderson is maybe the receiver to own there for the Panthers. Yeah, my DJ Moore shares are probably agreeing with you right now. Yeah, that one hurt a little bit. Um, yeah, that hurts a lot. <laughs> and then Chargers, I, I think Kelly will be fine. Um, I think he just got benched because of that fumble, but uh, it's kind of Keenan Allen and um, Austin Eckler for me there. Yeah. Um, I am trying to buy Herbert right now, which I cannot believe that I'm actually saying. <laughs> Welcome. Um, yeah, I'm shocked by that, but I'm trying to buy Herbert. Um, they've said that because of the weird situation that happened with Tyrod that when he comes back it's his team and I I can see that happening for maybe a game and then if he's if they wet the bed or whatnot 
then welcome back Herbert. Um, yeah. So yeah, especially for Dynasty, Herbert is someone that I am trying to buy right now, and I Absolutely. still like cannot believe that I am saying that because I, I still am not sold on him. I don't like not completely at least, but in the two games that he's played, he's looked good. So I'm gonna take a shot on him and maybe get proved wrong, like I am with Josh Allen. <laughs> yep. I I can see it happening. I mean, he looks solid so far. I mean, he's making rookie mistakes, but. He's a rookie, so it's to be expected. Um, I'm higher on him than you are, so yeah. I, I'm definitely agreeing with you on, on going to buy him. Um, I think he keeps the job if he keeps playing like this. It, it take it'll take, you know, Taylor to have a solid, solid game and a win for him to to keep that job, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I just think that it's such a weird situation with their team doctor puncturing his lung. That <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't feel like that's a fair way to lose your job. No, but he also wasn't good. He wasn't. I'm like I'm not gonna argue with that whatsoever. And and Herbert has made them competitive in these two games, um, and brought back their skill players from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. Where, to where Tyrod Ty didn't, but um, from an actual football standpoint and a, a personnel standpoint, I just I'd be shocked if they didn't at least let Tyrod try to come back. Yeah, um, that's fair. Now, what I saw a report saying like doctors told him to not play for an indefinite indefinite amount of time. Yep. Um, so if it's too long, then he might just have to to deal with it if Herbert yeah. keeps playing like this. Well, I, and I think that if that's the case, his career is over. Yeah. I don't see anybody else picking him up, and I don't think he's going to get a second chance next yeah. season. So, I mean, it, 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 shitty situation, but, I mean, yeah. kind of is what it is at this point. But, yeah, you know, I, I hope he is able to come back at least to try and isn't forced out because of someone else's mistake but yeah i agree um because that would really suck <laughs> yeah um bucks broncos tom brady finally looked pretty decent um gronkowski finally got involved yep and the broncos i don't want to touch anyone on that team no one the yeah. only exception <laughs> that i would say to that and this is more speaking from a dynasty perspective is Hamler. Yeah. Um, now I didn't see his stat line for this game, but um, he's one that I'm still at least trying to go after right now. Um, but yeah, I'm not until like until Locke comes back, I'm not touching their offense. I wasn't no. touching much of their offense anyway, um, just because I. Didn't, I, I don't like Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay, really. Um, I'd rather have Lindsay over over Gordon, but yeah, I'm not thrilled would, with either. I would too, um, but yeah, neither of those is, is like a top option or top person that I'm going to get. Uh, ooh, excuse me. So, um, yeah, I'm not touching that offense right now. 
No, Hamler had three receptions for 30 yards. Uh, the encouraging part is he was – he had 92% of snaps. So, I mean, yeah. it's good he's on the field, but that's another one that kind of has to show you he can do it. And with what about Portal, Ripon, or Driscoll, I'm not sold. Yeah. Um, and then just to, to monitor there is Godman left with a hamstring. I expect him to miss at least one game. Um, so I, I'd say Scotty Miller is probably back in play here. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's Evans. That That's who I'd still want a piece of. Yeah. Um, if I have to take someone. Yeah. If, if Godwin's out, then Evans is the guy. Miller will come in and fill the role of Godwin, but not to the talent level of Godwin. No, not at all. Um, and then we alluded to this game earlier, but the Cowboys and Seahawks mm-hmm. was – Everything it was supposed to be, yep. except for the Cowboys lost. But yeah. Dak again looked fantastic. Wilson is just continuing to uh, show why he's probably going to win the MVP. Yeah. Um, and the Seahawks lose Carson, but apparently it's not as bad as they thought. Just a knee sprain, and he could be back this week. Yeah. I imagine they rest him because they are playing the Dolphins. So, Oh, yeah. He doesn't need to be in there, so Carlos Hyde might be somebody to look at here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyone else you want to talk about in this one? Um. Oh, there was someone, and now I just forgot. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, Russell Wilson or Josh Allen for MVP? Uh, I, I got to say Wilson. I, I'm not I think he's just the far superior talent. And I think his, I, I think the Seahawks are a better team overall. Um, I think kind of when the wheels fall off, Wilson's not a part of that, and he usually stays pretty strong. Yep. Whereas Allen, yes, he's looked great, but we have more to show that he's not what Russ is. So I'm, yeah, I would take sure. Wilson. Um, I mean, honestly, I would take Dak over Allen right now too. Yeah, I would too. But that's a little bias in there. But just a little bit. Um, a deep guy that we don't have on the show sheet um, for a pickup with the with monitoring the Carson situation, and we're going to get to waivers here in just a minute. Um, but is DJ Dallas? Yes. So that's someone I, I like a lot. Um, so yeah, that's somebody that I, I'm monitoring, um, and then freaking uh, Cedric Cedric Wilson Cedric Willis I can't remember his last name stole all Wilson, the fantasy, yeah yeah stole all the fancy points for the the Cowboys receivers but they um, and they but they all still put in decent production so yeah. I, I'm not I, it was a freak occurrence I'm not worried about it but the yeah. fact that all of them still were heavily involved just yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Now it's it's a little tough to choose between all of them, but it's for me it's Gallup over everyone. That that's who I want. Um, CD Lamb for Dynasty, but for everything else right now, it's Gallup. That's that's the yeah. only one I want. Yeah, and not touching Cooper. Uh, he's going to give you big games. I think he'll be consistent throughout the season, but the ceiling with Gallup just seems to be where I want to be. Yeah. 
uh, and I, th- I think through the season, Lamb will pick up a little bit, and then I think it's going to be where Cooper is going to be the odd man out. But it's been a weird season with how they are going back and forth with all of them. So I think it's going to be a toss up every week, but it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then real quick, we'll just touch on the Packers saints. Lazard is who you want there. Uh, going forward, I think as the number two over yeah. MVS and Kamara is amazing, but we'll talk about him in a second. Yes. Um, so let's get to the top shelf performances and we'll jam through these pretty quick. Um, Josh Allen, again, fantastic. Four touchdowns and then another on the ground. Uh, Russell Wilson, five touchdowns. And <laughs> there's just not a stat line I would ever think I would be reading for him. It's five touchdowns. Yeah. Um, was it Ben in the Astronauts that said he's on pace for 83 touchdowns now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's just absolutely absurd. That's and Yet every week it continues to be, no, this could be the case. I mean, obviously it's not going to happen, but he's going to have freak numbers, and I don't see it stopping. I think they they let him cook, and that's where it's headed. Yeah. Um, Rex Burkhead only had 49 yards on the ground, but another 49 in the air, three total touchdowns. He looked great, but that's not something you can rely on week to week. I think they'll go back to – a little more in the air. Yeah, and Jay, I think James White was a healthy scratch again because of his dad um, passing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's another one to just kind of keep an eye on if he's back next week or not. I think Rex could be a flex play, but if White's back, he's he's on your bench. Yeah. Um, and then Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> Only six carries for 58 yards, but... 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. And my goodness. And your boy started him in Scott Fishbowl and got 41 points. He is my team MVP so far this year. And Um, I'm not not a Kamara fan. um, But, man, I I thought he was not going to be what he is so far this year. So I – I'm glad to see it for fantasy, but yeah, I definitely had that call wrong. Oh, I'm loving it. Um, yeah. I was I was predicting some positive touchdown regression, um, just because he was he's always been mega efficient with his touchdowns, yeah. and then last year he was mega not efficient. I mean, he was hurt too, and but he was so far past what the mean is that I was like. Even if he just regresses to what's normal, he's going to have a good year. I'm cool. I am yeah, very- receivers, lock it, 100-yard game, three touchdowns. He's in your lineup every week. Yep. Uh, Lazard, huge game, 146 for one. Uh, if, if Adams continues to miss, Lazard's your guy. Yep. I think he could be a flex pay, play even when Adams is back. Um, he seems to have that connection with – with Rogers, so I, I think he's somebody you can still keep putting in your lineup. Um, and then Jimmy Graham, sixty yards, two touchdowns. I don't see that continuing, no. but nice to still see that he can do something in football. <laughs> yeah, 
one of his touchdowns was pretty nice. He boxed out the defender pretty well and, and snagged it um, in their comeback. So that was nice to see because um, they always talked about when he was younger how he was yes. a former basketball player. Yep. Um, so he's clearly, clearly still got that. Yeah, and then Tyler Croft, 24 yards, but he still had – he brought in two touchdowns. Um, I think it's only because Knox was missing the game. So Yeah, for sure. Just another stat line here for for that. I don't think he's back next week to any relevance unless Knox is out again, but I, I see him being back. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then a quick rundown of the flat performances. Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, uh, um, and Dwayne Haskins, four yeah. turnovers. None of those guys should be in your lineup anyway. Yeah. Um, no. I see better days for Jones ahead, but – until he shows it, I'm, I'm not going to put him in a lineup. Uh, running backs, Montgomery, they were playing catch-up, yeah. so there wasn't much for him there. Uh, you saw yeah. a little bit towards the end being involved in the passing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, better days ahead for him. That's nothing I'm worried about. Nope. Um, Kenyon Drake, not um, – Terrible performance, but not anything fantastic compared to what he was doing last year. Yeah. I'm not worried yet. I'm not either. I actually think he's going to have a bounce back game next week. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then the receivers here, Slayton had a fumble, but uh, I mean, he was tied for the lead and targets on the team. That's where he's going to stay as long as Shepard's out. I'm not too worried about him. AJ Green, he's off my he's he's done for me. I don't want any part of him. And I don't think the Bengals do either. I haven't wanted a part of him for over a year, so yeah. Welcome to the party. Um <laughs> and then and then Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, not great, but I think both of those guys bounce back. Um yeah. I think Waller's got a, a decent matchup this week too, and he was hurt last week, so I'm not exactly about yeah. Um, and then same thing with Ingram. They had the 49ers D, and even though the 49ers yeah. beat up at every single position, um, that's still a tough defense to go against. So I'm not worried about Ingram. Yeah. Uh, and now to the meat and bones of it all, the waiver. Um, do you want any part of Jimmy Graham? Do I want any part of Jimmy Graham? Not in Dynasty. And redraft, I might stream him, depend matchup dependent. Um, but in dynasty, no, I don't want anything to do. Yeah, with him. I mean he's only thirteen percent owned. Um, I'd, I'd say if you're hurt in the yeah. position, he's somebody you can look to. But yeah, I'm kind of staying away. Yeah, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that too. What, what are your thoughts on Gabriel Davis for the Bills I... receiving? like him um he's a he was a deep sleeper that i was targeting in drafts um and i think i had to cut him just because of the size of rosters but he was somebody that i was targeting in drafts in the off season um i like him i think he's going to be pretty good um and i mean john brown's pretty old um relatively speaking cole beasley's relatively old yeah um, so i think he could come in and 
probably not this year, um, unless they keep having injuries or something like that, which with the way this year is going, that's not an unlikely outcome, but he's somebody that I'd target, especially in dynasty. Um, and I'd probably bid after the last week, um, because he had a pretty decent game. Um, yeah. I'd probably go five to ten dollars on him. Okay. Um, so, um, and just like read your read your league now. You've got th- two weeks of of bidding in. Read the room on who's going to spend, who's not going to spend, who's going to throw the cheap bid out, who's going to bust their budget um, for players um, on the waiver wire. Um, but yeah, 5 to $10 maximum on Gabriel Davis. Yeah, I, I think he's more somebody I'm looking at in Dynasty, but... I think he could be maybe a sneaky flyer yeah. in redraft if, if Brown continues to stay out for injury or if they have any other injuries for their receiving core. Um, sure. He looked fantastic Sunday. So I, I think he could be a, a sneaky ad, but, yeah, I wouldn't spend more than 10 on him either. Yeah, no, same here. Um, Daryl Henderson's probably owned at this point, but yeah. if he's somehow in your uh, on your waivers – I mean, he's definitely a must-add. Yep. Um, How much are you throwing on him if he is if he is out there for you? Oh, if he's there, um, this is going to be probably the most I've ever said. I'd probably throw fifty to sixty dollars on him. If yeah, I was going to say after that performance, the the price just went up. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'd, I'd agree on that. He looks solid, and it looks like for the time being, it's his role yeah. uh, in that backfield. Definitely. Um, Khalif Raymond, that's another one for me that's kind of a, a flyer in redraft, but he's definitely somebody I'm looking for dynasty-wise. you feeling yeah. the same? Yes, sir. Um, I was listening to the post-game Titans show because that's the, the local radio show that I get down here, um, and they were talking about how he just adds an element of speed for them mm-hmm. in their wide receiver core. Um, I think he's probably going to end up being one of those boom busts, maybe even a gadget type player for them. Um, but he's, it's looking like he's going to get used more and more. Um, especially if AJ Brown is out, which it sounds like from what I heard Sunday, his knee injury is a little more severe than they thought. So, um, yeah, I would go get Khalif Raymond if you, if he's out there, um, which he probably is considering he's only owned in 0.1% of leagues. Yeah. Would you play him over Davis? Uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis? No. Yeah. No, I'm okay. still going to Corey Davis over him, but okay. I still want Khalif Raymond as a flex play. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then Justin Jefferson, he's a little bit higher on the list, 30, 33% owned. Uh, he's probably gone in your dynasty leagues, but is he somebody yeah. you're looking at in redraft? coming off the big game or is it kind of a wait one more week and see if he truly stays that involved? Uh, I've got to try and keep my redraft glasses on here, but for, um, for dynasty, like you said, he's probably already gone. I love him though. Um, if he's there in redraft, even if he does have a stinker game next week, I think he's going to be really good and could be really good continuing throughout this year. Um, 
he's another one. I'm if he's there and you're doing fab, I'm throwing fifty to sixty dollars, if not more, on him. Um, and that's probably, like I said, an overreaction because of my fandom for him. But I just I think he's really really good. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I'd be throwing a lot of money at him if he's in a dynasty league. Um, redraft, I may not go as high, but I mean, I'd still probably spend more than I should. But he he looked good, and I, I think you know, I think he's the number two for sure. Yeah, and just depends on how much they keep him involved. Yeah, but Agreed. definitely worth worth somebody keeping an eye on. Well, the funny thing that you mentioned is, like, if they keep him involved, I feel like their offense performed the best that it has all season, including the ge- the first game where they were in it with the Packers because they got more people involved. Yeah, like, I agree. Dalvin Cook had a good game. Justin Jefferson had a good game. Kyle Rudolph had a touchdown. Like, they got more people involved, and the offense flowed more, I feel like. So, yes keep getting people involved and um, maybe you guys can win a game. Um, but like we said, <laughs> yeah. And the, the next two guys, time. yeah, the next two guys here, Damian Harris um, and Debo Samuel um, Harris owned only in about 16% of leagues, whereas Debo's a little over 70%, um, both coming back from the IR. I know Debo, they said is looking like week five, but if you want to stay ahead of your league mates, now is the time to grab them. Um, same with Harris. I think he could be evolved once he comes back. And that would definitely hurt the Burkhead shares as well. Absolutely. Um, I was really, really excited for Damian Harris this year. Um, and then he got hurt right before the season started. And I was like, yep. no. Um, so I'm hoping that he comes back stronger than ever and can um, really kind of take over that backfield um, other than the passing. Because I think the passing, as long as James White is there, the passing downs are going to be his for the most part. Um, and then Debo, um, yeah, if he's out on your, your waiver wire, go pick him up this week. Um, because everyone will start scrambling for him next week. Um so try and be sneaky and, and get him this week. Um, I am, and and this may be me reading into stuff too much, a little concerned for him just because uh, I saw some stuff on Twitter like right when he got injured that like they needed to stretch out his recovery period for a certain period of time. And if they didn't and they tried to rush him back, because like there's a short period of time where like, yes, he could come back, but if it's a lot more likely for him to re-injure it if he comes back in that shorter period of time. Yeah. But if they stretched it out, he was going to be much better off. Um, I don't know which time frame that this is, like having him come back in week five, um, but I would be a little weary with that, um, which is why I might not blow a ton of fab on him, maybe 30 to 35 if he is out there. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't even go that high and just hope that no one else is realizing, oh, he's going to come back soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's other guys on this list I'd rather spend the money on, but I mean, more just because the odds of him being there are slim, but yeah, I'd rather just throw a couple, like 5'10 for me just to see if no one else has noticed, oh, he's 
on the wire. So yeah. um, unless you're really hurting, I'd throw some more just to ensure that you do get somebody like that. But I'm kind of assumed that I've made do without him. I could survive. Yeah. Um, same. Would you grab Ayuk? who's only 16% owned to basically have the rental maybe for another week or two. Yeah. Um, they drafted Ayuk pretty early too. So I think even when Debo comes back um, and Kittle comes back, he has the potential to be option number three, um, which in that offense isn't like the most enticing thing because they aren't going to throw a lot, but he had three carries and a rushing touchdown this week. Yeah. Um, so it looks like um, good old Shanny is going to get him involved um, even in the rushing game. So he's someone, especially for dynasty that I'm going to going after. Absolutely. Um, in this one, Greg Ward is, is it Greg Ward season again? I mean, the, the Eagles cannot stay healthy. Um, Deshaun Jackson could miss some time with a hamstring injury. He, he's not even a percent, 1% owned, so he's out there in leagues. Is he someone you're targeting, even with how Wentz has been performing? Or is he just somebody you're like, no, I don't want a part of. I'd rather let somebody else pick him up. I'm letting someone else go pick him up. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you're if you're the Deshaun owner, um, maybe even the Rager owner, yeah, then maybe. Um, but there's there's other people on this list who I think have a better shot than he does to actually perform and are, are more talented. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a he's a circumstance allows him to be somebody that could be decent, but just with how that offense is looking, I don't want any part of anyone on that offense, Wentz included. Um, I'm not a Sanders fan, but if I had to pick somebody from that offense, it's Sanders. Um, James Washington's next, 4.5%. I'm shocked he's that low, to be completely honest. Yeah, I was kind of, I I was surprised that that was what uh, the percentage was too. I figured he'd be probably more in the 30s, 40s. But, I mean, he's somebody I'd rather have over Greg Ward. Oh, absolutely. With but is it only if, yeah, yeah, is it only if Johnson misses time no. with a concussion? Or if he is back, are you still grabbing Washington as a, as a flex play or just a stash just in case? I still want Washington as a flex play or even just like a fill-in for bye weeks because those, those should start um, – coming up here in the next couple weeks so yeah he's someone that i'd be comfortable with throwing in as a flex play for a bye week person for sure um we talked about him earlier braxton barrios uh only one percent owned still i'm kind of shocked by that after last week um yeah. and we said as long as crowder's out he's in and even when crowder comes back i i think he can still be a solid play there yeah i think so too um, I started him in my home dynasty league, and I think in another league that I picked him up in. Um, he's somebody that I am targeting this week with the waivers, um, especially after like he's got he's put in two weeks of performances. So um, yeah. I think Darnold trusts him in that terrible offense. So um, <laughs> yeah, go grab yeah. Barrios, 
throw okay. $15 at him um, okay. this week, maybe $20, $25, um, again, depending on how your league spins. Yeah, for sure. Um, Morali Cox, is he kind of a sneaky pickup here? He's only 8% owned. Doyle was active and didn't see a target. Um, is he Philip Rivers' new target? Or is it kind of you don't want a piece of this at all either? I don't really – he's a weird one for me. He's one that I, like, if I need a tight end or if I'm looking to stream a tight end, um, I'm definitely going after him because it looks like uh, he's got the, the connection with Rivers. Um, but long-term, I have no idea. Um, yeah. So – I. And I, but with him only being owned in eight point six percent of ESPN leagues, um, I think he's someone that you can still get relatively cheap off the waiver wire. So I'd throw like five or ten dollars at him, and okay. if you get him, great. If not, oh well. I don't like like I said, he's a, he's a weird one that he could be really good, um, but I just don't know how consistent that's going to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm targeting him to see if if he's available for Scott fish, cause I lost cook this week. So I need somebody and I'm hoping he is out there. Um, cause I think he's probably one of the only ones besides maybe Graham who I'm assuming would be owned, but out of those two, I mean, he's one of the only tight ends I'd want to pick up to actually play. Yeah, for sure. Um, Oh, there was somebody else that I just picked up recently. That was a tight end. Um, Give me just a second. We can. Da, 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 da. Well, while you're looking for that, um, I go with the next on the list is Andy Isabella. He's 0.7% owned. I'd say as long as Kirk is out, he could be a sneaky flex play, but he's not anybody I'm throwing a big amount of fab on, maybe five at the most. Um, I don't know how long Kirk's going to be out with his injury, so it's kind of a – he had a solid week, but, you know, next week it could be Hopkins for sure. So he, he's a guy that I kind of want to stay away from. Same with Scotty Miller. So Andy Isabella, for what you could probably get him for, is someone that I am targeting, I think. Um because in week two, give me just a hot second. I can actually get this up pretty quick because I have him. Um, he scored about nine points um, on 19% snap share. And then that snap share doubled and his points doubled. Now we caught two touchdowns, obviously, so that probably helps. Um but he, I mean, he's a second-year receiver. Their schedule, looking at it, isn't terrible. Um, the hardest games that it looks like they have on there remaining are Buffalo and San Fran in Week 16, which by then you're probably not – depending on how his year goes, you're probably not starting him still then. Yeah. But he's a decent stash for Dynasty, I think. Um, with games against Carolina, the Jets, Dallas is piss poor secondary. Seattle <laughs> been giving up pass yards like it's going out of style. They've still got Miami. Um, 
that New England probably a tough game, but then they've got the Rams and the Giants and the Eagles. So yeah, that's not bad. He's someone that I might stash um, in Dynasty, and like you said, if uh, Kirk is out, um, then start him in redraft. Yeah. So um, from a fab percentage standpoint or fab amount, I am probably going. Uh, I'd say fifteen to twenty dollars, just because I think okay. people might overreact to this week. Yeah, um, that's true. Especially depending on if, if any news that Kirk um, is coming out. Yeah, I mean, I assume you've got better options. That that's a little steep for me, um, unless he's available in Dynasty. If that's Dynasty, I don't mind spending that amount on him. But for redraft, he's. Like I said, five bucks. That's that's all I'll toss out. That's um, same with a guy like Scotty Miller. You yeah. don't know how how much time Godwin's going to miss. Exactly. Um, he's a poor man version of Godwin. If I need, if I'm desperate, he's somebody I'd go after. But not again. Maybe five, ten at the most for somebody like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and to kind of close it out with the waivers. Um, if Carson is is going to miss time, Carlos Hyde would be somebody I would heavily target, especially if I'm the Carson owner. He's only in 9.8% um, for ownership. So yeah. uh, how much are you going to toss on him? If Carson... Ugh, this would be so much easier if we knew if Carson was actually going to miss time. Um, I, I'm assuming he misses this week. I'm going... 35 to 40 then okay and i I, so part of that that is my own self-analysis um and looking at some of the bids that i recommended last week i ended up losing some of those following our our own advice so i'm trying to go a little higher with some of these more high profile guys like hyde so i think 35 to 40 is a solid bid um that if you get outbid on that for hyde um then somebody overpaid for him yeah, absolutely. In, that, in my opinion. No, that's where I lie to. Um, Brian Hill, worth the time? 1.7% uh, owned. I'd honestly rather have him than Gurley. Interesting. Um, I actually have him in a dynasty league, but I'm not. he's not someone I'm pursuing. Okay. Um Alan Lazard, he's at 39%. If he's out there, you're grabbing him. Um, him. <laughs> how, how, how much are you spending on him this week? Uh, that'd be another 50 or $60 one, I think. Okay. Yeah, especially if you're the Adams owner. I would definitely hard for him. Um, Jeff Wilson, is he someone that catches your attention? I know McKinnick, McKinnon yeah, ends up um, getting hurt. As well, <laughs> with the way the 49ers backfield is going, um, it's just kind of ending up being next man up week after week after week. Um, so yeah, I'd go, I'd throw $15 at, at Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Um, and if you find out that either McKinnon or Mostert or, or both is out, then go bump that up. Um, before yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say if, if Mostert is back, I'd still go after him. As long as one of those guys, Mostert or McKinnon, as long as one of them misses, I'm still going to fire at Wilson. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with that. Hunter Renfro with Ruggs, 
missing time. Gruden seems to be concerned about it. Um, is he somebody you're grabbing? He's only 6% owned. Yes. Um, I actually am a co-owner in a league, and we just made a trade to – we made a trade to go get Swift, but we got Hunter Renfro in as a throw-in piece. Um, yeah, he, I, I like him. I mean, I know – Edwards is there, but it seemed like Renfro has that connection already with Carr. Yeah. Um, he's the receiver I'd want, yeah. for sure. I agree. And then, and then T. Higgins, 7%. You going after him in a redraft? I, I don't care if it's redraft. I don't care if it's dynasty. Go get T. Higgins. That is my advice to you. Go get T. Higgins. Um, and how much, how much are you putting on him or, or a guy like Renfro? For Renfro, I'm probably going like the five to ten range. Okay, that's what he's worth to me. I think from a, a Fab standpoint. Yeah. For Higgins, oh, that is tough because I'm trying not to think in Dynasty standpoint. Yeah. As well, in Dynasty, I would throw honestly like thirty at him. I think. Um, okay. He's someone I really liked coming out of the draft and someone that I am trying to actively acquire um, for dynasty purposes. I also am hoping and thinking that A.J. Green gets traded and then he fills that role really easily um, and is a better, younger version of him to me. So um, from a redraft standpoint, I might go 15 to 20 to be a little more conservative. Um, But he's... He's getting involved. He led the team in snaps. He had two touchdowns. And last week, he also had a pretty decent week for his yeah. first like, full week, I'm pretty sure. So, um, yes, go get T. Higgins. And then um, a long shot tight end um, who's someone that I would, especially if Devontae Adams is out, that I would consider streaming is Robert Tanyan. Um, he's only owned in 0.2% of leagues, not even like barely a quarter of a percent. <laughs> yeah. No, I think this is a, I, I like this as a sneaky play. I almost wouldn't put any fab on him and just try and yeah. get him. And it's just to sneak in. Um, he might be another guy I target as well for a fill in tight end. Yeah, um, for, sure. for sure. So in my home dynasty league, I actually got him for $0. Yeah, that's week. solid. Yeah. He looks good. Um, and I, like I said, he could be that sneaky play. It, more if you're injury riddled there at the tight end position, but yeah, well, definitely I, the dynasty stash. He's he's somebody I like. Well, in that dynasty league, I was starting Blake Jarwin. Ah, yeah. And then I replaced Blake Jarwin with CJ Uzoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I really me. thought that whoever I started at tight end in that league was just going to blow their knee out. And I was going to be like screwed out of tight ends um, because I have Cole Komet in that league because it's a dynasty league. And, but I don't want to start him because he's not getting the playing time just yet. Yeah. But he's someone that I really liked. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out on Komet. I'm not going to start him because I don't want him to blow his knee out. And then Tanyan was there. So I was like, I'm going to get him and I'm throwing him in the lineup and it ended up paying off. No, absolutely. Uh, all right, time for last call. This this week's last call is Liquid Courage. Uh, yeah, and that'll be players that underperformed this week, but we have faith in moving forward. Um, mine are both from the Giants. I got Darius Slayton and Daniel Jones. Their schedule gets easier. 
Slayton is being targeted. He's going to be the guy. I think even when Shepard comes back, because Shepard will just get hurt again. Um, it's Slayton and Ingram. And I just I have faith that they put it together. And those are two guys that more Slayton. I'm targeting him um, in the leagues I don't have him in. And I think I think those are two bounce back guys that I have yeah. faith in going forwards. Yeah, um, I like that Slayton call a lot. From a not just a like when Shep comes back or when Shep is out, I think Slayton's the guy going forward. Um, Absolutely. So then my liquid courage last call is David Montgomery. Um, he played much better in the second half with Foles. Um, and you got to see, like we've mentioned before, a little involvement in the pass game. And Tarek Cohen is out for the year with a torn ACL. So yeah. if you can go get David Montgomery, go get David Montgomery. Because I think he's going to start blowing up. Um, they're... Schedule isn't too tough from a run defense standpoint, I don't think. He's someone that I would go get. And then an honorable mention for me for Liquid Courage is actually Kenyon Drake. Um, More so for this week than anything, um, he's playing against the Panthers. The Panthers' defense sucks. Um, (laughs) I think he's going to have a good week this week, so start Kenyon Drake if you've got him. Yeah, I think both those calls are, are good ones. Montgomery is definitely another guy that um, I debated putting him on this list, but I saw that you had him in there. So um, totally agree, though, for both. Cool. Sweet. That wraps up this week's episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Nightcap, and you can follow Shane at FFShaneB and me at CarbonFox underscore FF. And don't forget to keep up with us during the week for injury updates and uh, that'll be all on the show account. That's something we're trying to implement a little bit more to help you guys out um, with any last minute decisions. So check us out there. And shout out to the man, the myth, the legend that is Fox with those graphics <laughs> that you've been throwing out there. Um, if you guys don't know, Fox is incredible at when it comes to graphic design. So um, check him out. Thanks for listening to the fantasy nightcap where we're